Hey Monica, how you doing? Week three. We are now in our third week of this nationwide lockdown, coronavirus. I believe 85% of the entire country is under some sort of stay-at-home order right now, everywhere. It's really stressful. It's frustrating. It's scary. Really tough. I think uh, we're making the best of it. We're doing the best we can, like most people. You know, we're hanging in there. But I got an email the other day from an elderly woman in Indian country, and a person called her one evening, claiming to be her granddaughter. And the caller said, Grandma, this is Denise. I'm in trouble. I got really sick from coronavirus, and I had to go to the hospital. And now I don't have enough money to pay the bill for my treatment. Can you send me some money? Oh, right? Like, okay, this doesn't sound good. Well, fortunately, this woman, her nephew, was staying with her. He picked up the phone, and right away, he could tell that it it was an imposter. It was not this granddaughter named Denise. So they hung up, and that was that. But this is a new twist on a scam that's been around for a while now called the grandparent scam where a stranger will call an elderly person and claim to be a granddaughter a grandson a nephew or niece who's come upon some sort of trouble and needs help in money usually some kind of money some help to get out of some situation and these scams are really effective and One of the reasons why is because the scammers will do a lot of homework. They'll go online, they'll check social media, they'll check these websites that have all kinds of personal information about people, dates of birth, addresses, things like that. So they'll weave together a really convincing narrative with names and locations and personal information. And you know, if grandma's a little bit of hard of hearing or maybe she's disoriented, it's late at night, yeah, she might fall for something like this. So fortunately, this was thwarted pretty quickly by this nephew, but it points to a larger issue uh, with relation to this whole coronavirus. And that's, we've seen a huge increase in scams, all geared around coronavirus. It's huge. Anytime there's a natural disaster or crisis, uh, hurricanes, forest fires, tornadoes, unfortunately, You know, these bad actors, these scammers, they just come out of the woodwork and they take advantage. They're just looking for an opportunity to exploit people when they're vulnerable, emotionally vulnerable. And the coronavirus is no different, sadly. We've already had reports of people claiming to have a coronavirus vaccine and they'll call people offering to sell them this vaccine, magical vaccine, you know, for 2,000 bucks a dose. Bogus charities requesting donations to assist families who are struggling financially because of coronavirus. Text messages with links to a coronavirus preparedness test. Well, you click on that link, it'll download malware onto your device. This kind of stuff is not new in Indian country. Scams like this, you know, a few years ago with Cobell settlement, land buyback, Even in a lot of our communities where per capita payments go out, people are paying attention to that stuff. People pay attention to that stuff like never before. 
And they don't even have to be in the same town that you live in. <laughs> they don't have to be in the same state that you live in. They could be on the other side of the world. And with a smartphone, the sky's the limit in terms of what they can accomplish. I've heard it said by a person that was a scammer that was convicted of fraud. He said, there's a thousand ways to rip somebody off. And you know, it's frightening. You, it's like weeds. You pull one out and the next day there's 10 more. You can't stop it. All you can do is safeguard yourself and be aware of the red flags. Be aware of the risks. These stimulus payments that are going out in the next few weeks. Already we have reports of strangers calling victims. Even before the stimulus package was signed into law, they were making these phone calls asking for bank account numbers to provide what they called early access to payments. Well, you know, the government doesn't work that way. They don't just randomly call people asking for information like that. I would recommend anybody that does have a question about their stimulus payment, you can go to the IRS website and they have a coronavirus page on there. Great information. If you want your stimulus payment to be direct deposited into your bank account, you can safely put your bank account information, deliver it to IRS through that web page. Good information, but definitely be wary of anybody who's calling you randomly trying to assist you with your stimulus payment. I've got a really good friend up in Lame Deer, Montana, Northern Cheyenne Reservation, Henry Thompson. She runs the Cooperative Extension there at Chief Dullknife College. Henry also runs a volunteer income tax assistance program, VITA. So she's really in the know. She files a lot of tax returns every year, knows a lot about tax-related issues. And she's already had situations where tribal members have gone to these local tax preparation businesses, and they've been offered these advances on their upcoming stimulus payments. Now, these are similar to the refund anticipation loans that some of these tax prep businesses offer around the holidays. If a person expects to get a good, generous refund, good-sized refund, they can get a loan based on that upcoming refund. And then when they get their tax refund during tax season, they pay it back with interest. And these are usually really high-interest loans with outrageous fees. It's a predatory product. So... The fact that some of these businesses are offering a similar product based on these stimulus payments, that's just bad news, really bad news. But I understand if you're struggling, and even though these payments should go out within three weeks, if somebody comes along and says, hey, I can get you that payment a week faster or 10 days faster, I can see how a person would be tempted to at least listen to what the opportunity or the offer is. So... The message is really to be wary, keep your guard up. Um, anybody who is presenting or offering you some sort of product or service or anything related to coronavirus right now, just really, really proceed with caution. Can't stress that enough. Sadly, there are a lot of people that are looking to take advantage financially of people right now. And most of these people... They really know how to manipulate. They know what buttons to push. They know when to get people when they are emotionally vulnerable. And most of us right now are pretty stressed out. And sadly, that's a time when a lot of these scammers, these fraudsters will strike. So fortunately, there's a lot of resources out there. I know the Federal Trade Commission just released um, a whole set of 
talking points all related to these different types of scams. So that's good information out there. But more than anything else, just, again, be careful anybody contacting you right now with any sort of an offer. Monica, what do you think of this? Honestly, Sean, I'm pretty enraged to hear about these scams. Like, take a break already. I reached out to our local FBI office and talked with Frank Fisher. He's the public affairs officer for the Albuquerque field office. The FBI is particularly concerned about some medical equipment scams going around. We are seeing an uptick in scams related to COVID-19. We want the American people to know that during this difficult time, the FBI is still on the job and that we are going to aggressively go after people hoarding vital medical supplies as well as those who try to scam healthcare facilities and law-abiding New Mexicans. Now, there are two big scams we want to point out. One is scammers who are trying to promise to sell COVID-19 medical equipment that they do not have. They are trying to sell these fake items to the healthcare industry. We're very concerned about that because, as anyone knows, the healthcare industry is under incredible pressure right now. We are trying to tell medical professionals to be very wary of these scammers. Try to ask some good questions and be careful of offers that might be too good to be true. We want them to exercise due diligence. Some of the things they should be asking, if they see unusual payment terms or there's last-minute price changes, last-minute excuses for delays in shipment, and an unexplained source of all this equipment? How did they come upon all this equipment? So that's a particularly big source of concern for us. The other area of concern are the hoarders of scarce medical supplies. Now, we're not talking about the mom and pop businesses that are just trying to stock up on medical supplies out of good planning, or the people who are rushing down to the stores to to buy extra rolls of toilet paper. No, that's not what we're looking for. We are looking for unscrupulous individuals who are trying to buy up vital pieces of medical equipment, such as the N95 respirators we've heard so much about, the medical gowns, the surgical masks, the surgical gloves, and even ventilators. Now, how are we come up with this list? Well, the president last month signed an executive order that prohibits the hoarding of these designated items beyond what could be reasonably expected to be normal use. And it's important to point this out because if you are hoarding this stuff with the intent of selling it at an exorbitant profit, we will come after you. And you could be facing prison terms of up to a year in prison and a fine of up to $10,000. So this is pretty serious. Anyone with information about either of these scams is asked to call us at the FBI. You can reach us Probably the easiest way to reach us is going online and sending a report at tips.fbi.gov, or you can call the National Center for Disaster Fraud hotline, which is 866-720-5721. Thanks, Frank. Um, I'm curious uh, if this falls under the FBI's jurisdiction, but we had uh, there was somebody in Indian country who got a call um, that uh, from someone who was pretending to be her niece. And she said, I got sick and I can't pay my hospital bills. Can you help me out? She um, immediately, um, she was an elder, and she immediately put someone younger on the phone who, you know, knew right away that that was not the case. And that was the end of that. But if people are experiencing things like this, where should they go? Well, the first thing they should do is call local law enforcement. 
particularly if they feel it was threatening or out of place, make sure your local law enforcement knows. And then you could always contact the FBI at tips.fbi.gov. I am glad to see that this was resolved without anybody getting hurt or a loss of money. That's ultimately what we want. What we're trying to tell the public is that we expect to see more of these sorts of incidents. And I just mentioned a couple of scams that are going around, but I really would like to also mention others. We are seeing fake CDC emails that are coming across people's private emails claiming to offer information about COVID-19 cures or treatments. We also are seeing phishing emails. Now, phishing email is a email posing as coming from a legitimate institution when it's not. But a lot of these emails now are coming across asking you to verify your personal information in order to receive an economic stimulus check from the government. That should automatically be a red flag. You don't want to do that. And then there are promotions of counterfeit treatments or equipment that claim to prevent, treat, or cure COVID-19. We want people to have a healthy skepticism. Be very careful. Don't turn over any money or personal information to something that you haven't seen or a person that you trust. The scammers are out there, and they are going to try to rely on people's fears about COVID-19. We are in this together, law enforcement, with the residents of New Mexico. And we need to stand together and support each other. And anyone who feels like they have been a victim or have been approached by somebody trying to take advantage of them, we want them to contact their law enforcement immediately. We need to take these offenders off the streets and get their fingers off the keyboards. I'm going to put links to a bunch of resources on our website, nativesonabudget.com. Also, I'm going to put a video on the website that is this guy on YouTube named Kit Boda who does something called scam baiting. It's essentially where he calls up scammers and wastes their time in the hopes that that limits the amount of scams that they can pull throughout the day. He also uses a voice changer to make it sound like he's an old woman. I'll play you a little piece of the video. He found a company that is claiming to sell a coronavirus cure, and they're saying that the cure was approved by the FDA. No, it's just that it helps you protect again and kind of verify and boost up your immune system. Right. It was approved, but it just uh, missed. I have other colleagues waiting. Who no, I need but to like really the FDA, with. the oh. government that you're claiming has approved this, specifically states that you it is illegal for you to claim that an essential oil is uh, highly effective against viruses. Yeah, Food and Drug Administration. Yeah. Yeah, have approved it. No, they haven't. So it's been approved. Do you know what you're doing? You know you're lying, right? No, miss, I'm not. It's just that I do have other calls waiting who I need to assist. So How I'll much the do they pay you when you sell it? Back. Do you get a commission? No, miss. No, miss, we don't. It's just I'm trying to help you out. So uh -huh. I'll let the sales department give you a call back. They're not so going to they call me back because that's what you told me on. yesterday when I talked to you. You said they would call me back and it's just a cop out. It's it's an excuse because you know that I'm not going to buy the product and you know that it's I know it's a lie. Well, that'll do it for our podcast extra on coronavirus scams. Remember, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Stay tuned for our regular monthly episode. And Sean and I are going to bring you a lot more info, encouragement and resources as we all weather this storm. Take care, everyone.